0: What's up everybody, I am Travis And
1: I am Cartoon Joe
0: And welcome back to another episode of this freaking show It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot uh, nothing and ladies and gentlemen, today's the day it is finally the end of my 14 day quarantine <laughs> right? Congratulations I, I have reached the end I am officially uh, ready, able, and not really willing to go back to work tomorrow, but I'm doing it. <laughs> it's, uh, I gotta do tell you. you. Gotta... Well, here's the thing. And, and you're right. I gotta do what I gotta do. And here's the problem that I have. And uh, I don't know who's gonna listen to this. I don't know if my uh, people I work with listen to this, but I'm just gonna be open and honest about it. Sure. Um, I make more money being unemployed than I do working at this place. Yep. And it sucks that that's the truth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the will to go back to work isn't really there and it's not for the part that I don't hate the job. It's actually not a bad company. It's a really right. cool company. My biggest problem with it is that I'm going to be working at this place as a temp until the whole, um, shutdown thing is passed in Illinois and the hiring freeze is over. Right. So. There's a hiring
1: freeze? Oh, just at your, at your company? Yeah. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. gotcha. Well, there's actually, there's, there's hiring freezes across all of Illinois, because, I mean, I've been job hunting.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I just meant it's not, it's not part of the lockdown, it's a, no, no,
0: lockdown. yeah, it's, yeah, the, the, uh, the hiring freeze is a decision on the company, not the state of Illinois. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, plus, the company I work for is based off, uh, Ohio. So, mm. it's, it would be, it's their decision. But, it just sucks knowing that I'm going to be working at a temp for temp pay without insurance until this is all free and clear. And no one really knows who, you know, when this is going to be over with.
1: Right, right. I was reading a uh, – or not reading. I was watching a video that was um, covering a, a bipartisan plan that's been put together by um, – some of the best scientists and economists and mathematicians in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, the fastest way to make sure that the economy gets back on track is to follow this plan. And if we followed it to the T, uh, phase four wouldn't be over until August.
0: And yeah, that, that that seems about the way we're going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and if we, one of the, one of the other possibilities, the, the sort of thing that they want to argue against is if we get started too early and we get huge spikes again, uh, we'll have to start all over and the spikes will luckily get, you know, progressively smaller as more and more people have it and then recover. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, it's still basically it's the, you know, it's, it's the economic equivalent of coming up or leaving a stop sign by, by tapping the gas. And the break, alternatively. You know? Yeah. Like you're trying to screw with somebody drinking a coffee.
0: <laughs> it's a nice analogy, man. Yeah, Did you, yeah. uh, have you heard anything about the lawsuit? Uh, from the, uh. I haven't heard much about it. Yeah. Um, so from, from what I understood, and I, I just heard about today when people were posting on Facebook. Um. There is a, there's a representative, uh, for Illinois named, uh, Darren Bailey, who filed a lawsuit against Prisker's determined to make the, uh, stay-at-home order push until the end of May. Yeah. And apparently, uh, he says it's unconstitutional. And, um, if I read the article right, which I believe I did, uh, they sided with him. He is, uh, um... He's exempt from the stay at home order, but he's trying to get it for all his constituents to Mm -hmm. allow people to live their lives normally.
1: Yeah. I think that's so weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I don't know what it means that he, he is personally, uh, exempt.
0: Does that just mean that he doesn't have to go anywhere without a, with a face mask or? As of, as of right now, from what I'm, from what I'm understanding, as of right now, He's allowed to live life normally okay. and doesn't have to It doesn't have to live by the guidelines of the stay at home order that uh the governor of Illinois put forward. Got so it. yeah, I, I guess in a sense he he's able to walk around without a mask, he's able to do whatever he wants, uh lick shopping carts for all I care. <laughs> but uh This episode of this freaking show is brought to you by BallWash.com. dot com. Now it's no secret that the man's most prized possession also happens to be The most sensitive part of his body. Balls are prone to sweat, odor causing bacteria, and irritation. Upgrade your ball's game with quality products formulated to keep your skin healthy and fresh. Guys, that is where BallWash.com comes in. Go to BallWash.com right now. Check out the variety of products they have as well as kits and subscriptions they have available for you. And when you hit that checkout button and you go to pay for that order, make sure you use the promo code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T at checkout it will save you 15% on your entire order that's right BallWash.com. when it comes to your sack they got your back
1: you know you know what i feel it's like have you ever watched rick and morty
0: yeah oh yeah
1: have you've have you seen the episode where they go to jerry burry and drop Jerry off
0: mhm mhm uh
1: and there there's that moment in the episode where he says i'm going to leave and she goes okay then that was always allowed <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like this is.
0: Well, yeah, and, and I, realistically, I mean, like, I mean, this dude created an entire lawsuit for something he really could have just done on his own. Yeah. You know, and it, <clears throat> excuse me, and, and maybe I'm looking at it all wrong, and maybe I don't, and this might be the one time I really don't think about how serious something is. When he puts an at-home order together, I mean, Realistically, I mean, like, how demanding is that to where you have to follow it? Right. I mean, I won't, I won't lie. I, I've gone to grocery stores and and the gas stations, so that while on my quarantine, um, and I've gone without masks and stuff. Is it a smart thing to do? Absolutely not. One hundred percent, it's the dumbest thing to do. I just feel stupid walking around with a bandana like I'm some Western fucking bank robber, walking into a gas station, or a grocery store that I'm just like, I'm only in here for five minutes, I'm running in, grab something, and leaving. So, I mean, for the guy to have to go to court and say, I like, guess, this is unconstitutional, un- unconstitutional. And, I mean, I think he's trying to fight for not only, like, himself, but, like, the yeah. county he lives in and the entire state in itself. But, I mean, what's unconstitutional, unconstitutional about somebody who's trying to help us realistically? And I'm not a fan of Pritzker by any means, but... Yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's absolutely a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> As a human yeah, but, being. Yeah, but, but he's not doing anything that's any different than any other, you know, official in any other state. And it, right. it, and it doesn't come down to, you know, Democratic or Republican governors and stuff like that. It's for the betterment of the entire state. Now I'm, I'm all for people, you know, being allowed to do what they want when they want to do it. But yeah. I mean, realistically, we went over most of the guidelines last week on the show and, yeah. none, and none of them uh, were really like, you know, out First off, none of them wasn't really anything we weren't doing right now. Right. A couple of them I think were leaning more towards like internal manufacturer positions and jobs and so that are trying to now protect employees more than, you know, society as a whole. And there is some right. kind of leeway. They're allowing people to go out. I mean, they're opening, uh, parks and everything. Um, they just want you to be cautious about what you're doing. People who oh, want to sure. fish and golf and stuff, you know, now you have the ability to go ahead and do that. Um, so it's, it's, it's a weird thing, you know, for, for people. I I also,
1: you know, uh, in, in, in Chicago, it's a little different because there, there are just so many people and so many police officers and things. And, you know, it's, it's a different sort of situation, but how many small town cops are actually stopping people and like finding them? You know, most, most of the small town cops I've ever met in my life, they might stop you, but they're not going to fine you for something like this. They're just going to say, Hey, get the fuck home before I
0: call your mother. Yeah. Oh, in, no, uh, yeah.
1: Which 100%. is the biggest threat they could offer, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's, and this uh, and that was one of the things that, uh, ha- like when this whole thing started out, you know, like I, I leave home at about five o'clock to get to work at about five fifteen. I don't live that far away from work, but when this all started out, we had to have a, a document. In the vehicle with us has stated we were essential employees and we were going to work. Now, it, I mean, the place I work at is in the town that I grew up in and I've been here 30 years. The cops know who I am. They know my parents. They know our parents. Right. No, it, so, I mean, like, for me to get pulled over by somebody, it just, it'd be like, oh, hey, Mark. And like, what are you doing, Travis? I'm like, going to work? Okay. And then that'd be it. Right. There's no one down here. That's going to sit there and make a fucking uh um fucking what the hell the fucking what's the fucking the uh, the fucking word um a criminal case yeah
1: yeah. out
0: of out of being out at fucking five in the morning during this whole thing right right and 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 I gotta be honest with
1: you uh, I'm you know as pastor of the church I'm an essential worker uh since my wife's a hospital worker she's an essential worker neither of us have had to put anything in our vehicle saying that we are allowed to be on the road. You know,
0: yeah, it's so weird, and and I think it's, uh, and that's I think where it becomes a little tricky because again, the company I work for is based out of Ohio, so I don't know if they're trying to file guidelines here as in Ohio.
1: Gotcha.
0: I do, I do know one of the things that we talked about last week is that the um, that the companies that are still open, that are still essential uh, businesses, are required to supply their um, their uh employees with masks and stuff starting May first. Yeah, So I'm kind of curious to see how that works out when it comes to you know going back to work tomorrow and seeing, first off, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how many people actually have come back to work because yeah. there were already people that were off for two, three weeks before I was put off. Dang. So I'm kind of curious to see who would come back or who maybe have been gone since then because I don't know what I'm walking into starting tomorrow, but I do know that when I look at my unemployment at this moment – it's a lot more than I'm making when I go back to work. Right. Know, I've been making the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And yeah, you know, personally, you know, it may sound shitty to some of you hardworking, bust, you know, busting your ass blue collar guys out there who's like, well, you know, I'd rather work than get the money for free. And you're absolutely right. And I agree with you hundred percent. I would rather work for the money than get it for free. But I need to pay my bills. And if I can find a way to get the most money out of the situation. Right. It's not that I I want to sit at home and collect, you know, unemployment and not work because I'm lazy. It's just when you look at it, it's like I make more money just by sitting home. Right. Look, your
1: your time is your most valuable thing that you have. Mm -hmm. And to not be compensated for the full value of your time because you're just a temp is bullshit. It's not how things should be. You know, yeah. this is this is a company. No offense to your company. I'm sure they're a yeah. great company, any company that does things like this, you know, and, and I've got no problem necessarily with like, a, you know, you don't want to waste a lot of money training somebody who's not going to work out. I, so I totally yeah. understand the temp system idea. I'm not necessarily ragging on a temp system. I'm generally speaking, you know, we pay certain segments of the society way too little money for their time yeah and it's and it's gross to me i i'm I find it abhorrent because you know there there are people who are not going to live a full life because they were working a shitty ass job for nothing mm-hmm. with no health insurance, they're barely making their bills, and the only reason they keep going to work is because they are barely making it, and they don't want to be not making it
0: yeah well I got you know, a, and
1: it's crap, it makes me so angry
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it sucks, and I got to... And I got a call and, and it's weird to put my personal life out here, but I really don't care. I trust that the viewers that we have you know kind of grew to like us, so um, I got a call not too long ago from uh from a credit card company, you know oh, asking about the payment and everything, oh
1: okay, you know? sorry, I thought maybe they were scamming you
0: no no it was it was it was one it was a legit credit card company calling about a legit payment that was owed. gotcha. So I explained to him the situation, like, listen, I've been off of work for the last two weeks and the job I do have, I don't, you know, don't make that much. I'm trying to do the best I can for this, that, your thing. You're not the only person who's calling looking for money. And luckily, you know, they were one of the decent, uh, companies to, uh, drop my interest rate or whatever it is, the APY or APR, whatever the fuck yeah, they yeah, talk, yeah. to 1%. Nice. Instead of like the 12, 14, whatever the fuck it is.
1: Yeah. Sometimes even 26, 27%. Yeah. On that credit card. Yeah.
0: So they sit for the next six months because we know what everyone's going through. We're going to drop your, you know, you're, we're just going to drop you down to 1%. Yeah. So as long as you can make this payment a month, everything's good. And fuck, I mean, it's one fucking percent. It's totally doable, you know? So. For sure. Um, I'm happy I with it. That. Yeah. It's, it's a good fucking credit card company. And what's weird is like, it's, you, You probably, if you have a credit card, you probably have this fucking company. And it's not one of the big major ones that you see all the commercials about and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't sponsor the podcast, so I don't need to fucking mention their name. Gotcha. But, uh... Gotcha. Are they, like,
1: the company that works with, like, uh, Best Buy and Amazon and...
0: Hmm. No, not Synchrony. Oh, okay. Not Synchrony. Uh...
1: God. I think they hold most of my credit cards, but Probably.
0: It they're the kind of credit card that like when you become a college student, they're one of the first letters you get. Gotcha. Um you know fuck it. Uh you know first community uh first United Bank and whatever, FB oh, okay or something like that
1: yeah, I don't I don't have them, but yeah.
0: Alright. They were probably uh as one of the shittiest fucking credit card companies that were out there. From what I've been told constantly. Sure. And for a while, I wasn't a big fan of them either. Because the thing is, a lot of times when you get like, when you get a boost in your credits, uh, credit limits and stuff like that, yeah. they call you and explain to you, oh, well, now this car, this credit card company just fucking does it. Which That's, I get why they do it now. But um you know, sure. they're one of the coolest and easiest ones to fucking work with. You know, over Chase and Discover and all of them. Like you have to jump through hoops to try to find, you know, somebody to help you, you know, with these hard times. Yeah. You know, but with uh FBC USA or where the fuck it is, uh first financial or financial bank uh whatever. Um, they're fun cool and they fucking worked with me. Mm. You know, and I and I loved it, you know. Um so shout out to you guys. Uh if you want to sponsor the podcast, yeah. Yeah, go we'll ahead. take it. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be sponsored by a credit card company. Yeah.
1: That's how I felt about, you know, like Uh, just in general, right now, if you're a bank, why wouldn't if you're J.P. Morgan Chase, if you're Wells, if you're Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo right now is one of the most hated banks in the country, even though everybody uses them. One of the reasons everyone hates them is because everyone uses them, and they're the ones who helped crash the economy back in 2008, and they're the ones who got some of the biggest bailouts, and they were doing some of the 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 skeeziest stuff. Uh, way back then in terms of, of taking advantage of, of people who were buying a home for the first time or people who weren't, weren't maybe making enough money, uh, just outrageous rates and things and and whatever. But if they wanted to win back the public right now, they would be offering loans at, you know, mortgages at one and a half, two percent. They'd be offering, uh, student debt relief for one and a half, to two and a half percent, you know the the federal government. The lowest rate they go is three yep. percent. you know you're still going to make a two and a half percent profit at two percent, at two and a half percent. Why you you've got so much money? Why do you need five percent, six percent, seven percent when you could be you could have basically uh, you could collect a, a trillion dollars worth of student loan debt by refinancing everybody at two and a half percent, which is less than everyone else on the market. Yeah. and become the most favored play everyone would be like, "Oh man, Wells Fargo really saved my ass during that uh, recession." Why wouldn't yeah. you want to do that? And, and and the answer seems to me to be just plain old greed. And it drives yeah. me wild. So good on good on First Community USA Bank or whatever their name is. Yeah. Congrat I love that. That's that's yeah. stellar to hear. That really that The yeah, word right. that comes to mind is chuffed. I'm chuffed to bits.
0: I don't know what that means, but I believe it's a podcast yeah.
1: auto- <laughs> on on, like it sounds right right
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, no you're right uh i you know it there there are ways for these big uh businesses that like you said it it hurt us you know almost ten years ago that we're still trying to figure shit out from, yeah, you know, and yeah, there's you know it's one of the things like I remember um uh i i don't want to use I, I I hate using a wrestling reference because I have a whole wrestling podcast but yeah. uh Scott Hall, when he was talking about his contract going from day to day after the c w they were talking about royalties and stuff like that, and he was talking about like you know the royalties he got for merchandise was like point zero 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 one or something like that compared to like the fifty percent they make now. And he basically like just went up to you know Mr. McMahon who owns WWE and said like, listen, if we just move the decimal point over just a little, you know, would the McMahon family notice? Because the Hall family would. And that's so. I mean, it's weird because like that was the shit that he that was talked that was happening in the nineties, right? And the thing like back then, like you know, like and I, I I don't, and it's weird to think how people talk about generations and how, like you know back in my day, you know. A burger cost a nickel. You know, gas was 10 right. cents a gallon. You know, you can buy a pack of smokes for a couple bucks. And, you know, people look at it now like, holy shit, how do they, you know, how did people make money back then? It's like, you know, you got to look at inflation. Look how how much people actually did make compared to the same well, – because sure. people struggled back then too. You know, there were still moments where people were, I mean, there were still homeless people back then. There's still people trying to keep their houses and pay their bills and stuff like It doesn't matter if... Right. <clears throat> my dad once told me that he was able to walk into a, a gas station with $20 and get a full tank of gas and a carton of smokes. Yeah. Now for $20, you could barely buy three packs of cigarettes.
1: Right. Yeah, so, and you're, you'll be lucky to fill half your tank yeah. at that point.
0: And now we're looking at, and, and you mentioned it last week, you know, with, with how the shut-in has been affecting even the environment, you know, like the the air is getting cleaner. I think I saw a picture of uh, LA on Facebook over like the course of a month how the how the smog is lifting and mm-hmm. how almost as clear to see. Um I mean shit sure, there's a good chance I could probably see Chicago from my fucking house but I might not. <laughs> no it's that'd be fun to know. Um but you know like there's there's a lot of positive that are coming from the coronavirus pandemic whether people want to believe it or not and yeah it sucks that you know people that that work isn't there like it should be that people are struggling but maybe if we look at it as like you know hey maybe in the long run we'll have a healthier place to live we'll have more affordable gas for the time being you know things will get better now as far as the progressive uh, property tax uh bill that Pritzker is putting in place and how that's going to affect Illinois in itself. I know a lot of people are really anxious to get the fuck out of the state because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do commend him for at least trying to help us out. And I don't think filing a lawsuit against him is the right thing to do. Yeah. And I don't think it really fixes anything other than it does. It it, it appears to be fucking petty. And, again, nothing against Republicans. I, I am a Republican uh, person. I just think that that was definitely the wrong way to fucking go. And, like, you know, I was like, oh, he wants to push us off until May 30th? Well, how dare you try to save people's lives? Fuck you, you know? I'm <laughs> right, going right. to take this to account. If car. I want
1: to die from coronavirus, that is right. my right as an American. Right. It's like, like, it's like, yes, it is. My problem is it's my right as an American not to die if I don't want
0: to, you asshole. Right? I mean, how stupid <laughs> is he going to look when he fucking shows up on the news two weeks later with COVID-19? Oh.
1: God. I almost it's it's terrible. I feel so awful about it, but I can't wait. Is that I I feel like such a dick for feeling that way, but like I almost hope he does, and I almost hope it kills him.
0: Yeah, it's just like it's. it's, And we've been talking about this for months. And even when we play, even when we play our little games of my corona, so which they're fun to do. You know, it's not it's not to make light of the situation. We're it's just to have a little fun on the show. Um, so it's like I mean like. People do get sick from what's going on, you know, and it's like it's not like it's not happening. The numbers are there now. Right. If they're, there are if they're re-
1: cases in the U.S. Right?
0: right now, right, and you know, you got you got one side where everyone's saying like, you know, like the numbers are the numbers. You got the other side we're saying like, well, they're all skewed, and it's it's the uh, World Health Organization and China and the government who's making the numbers bigger than what they actually are. It's like realistically, and I don't know if people really hate me for my kind of lifestyle, but. I really don't care what the number is. One is enough. Ten is enough. I I, I don't care yeah. if it's a million or a hundred thousand. Illness is illness. And if people are getting sick, then we need to really acknowledge it. You know, and it, you have this to. This
1: is, you, I think, by the way, why we get along despite our political views is I think deep down, the number one thing we care about is, is our communities, our other human beings, mm-hmm. our fellow citizens. Yeah you know, and we just, we have different approaches to how we make everything better for everybody.
0: Yeah, it's it, it it's hard, it's hard for pe and I don't understand why it is hard, but it's hard for people to be like us, and try to be more understanding of different, oh god, what the fuck is the uh, I just had it, um uh, well anyways um, like we, we have different perspectives on, you know, certain lifestyles, but we have the same kind of agreement, you know, it's like It's like, I don't want to die. I don't want other people to die. So we should really consider the possibility of staying away from others until this shit passes. Because realistically, the number keeps fucking going up. I mean, how long until the numbers are fucking zero? Probably never, right? I mean, yeah, you know, so it's, and I get it. Like, you know, a lot of people are, you know, they're stir crazy because, you know, their kids are stuck at home. Their kids aren't going to school. They're tired of working from home. They want to get back to, you know, they want to do this. They want to go back to the bars, go out to eat. And I get it. It sucks. I I love staying at home and doing nothing. But when someone tells me I have to do it, then it becomes a fucking problem. I never
1: never wanted to go out and do anything until I was told I wasn't allowed to. Exactly. I've I've walked more around my neighborhood since the
0: lockdown has started. Right, it it has the you weirdest know. thing. It's like, and it's like, just because
1: I'm allowed to, right? I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to do it when there's lots of people, but I'm allowed to when there's nobody. So I I get up sometimes really early in the morning and I go for a walk when I know no one else is there. hmm Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's the goofiest fucking way to live. I get it, but I mean that's just who I am. I love sitting at home and doing absolutely nothing until somebody says I have to sit at home and do nothing. It's like, well, what the fuck? Um, but. I mean, it's, regardless if it's Pritzker, regardless if it's Trump, regardless if it's this, uh, Republican, uh, representative, uh, if
1: you got a fucking yeah, name Dar- Darren Bailey or something like that? Yeah,
0: Bailey. Regardless, it doesn't matter who is saying what to anybody, you have to have, you You have to, you have to have knowledge to do what's best for you and the people around you. If you're prone to getting sick, if you feel like you're getting sick, don't be fucking around people. I know that, um you know, I, I just recorded the JFW 100th episode this past weekend with Jay and Dally, you know, and we, you yeah. know, we, we accepted the risk of doing it. I, I made sure that, you know, I took all my medication. I was okay. They're fine. They've been working. They've been using masks while out working. They're okay. So it's the risk that we took. I'm not around, um, I'm not around my niece. I'm not around my sister or my brother-in-law. So I'm not, you know, I don't have to worry about getting them, you know, sick in any way. If I'm around my parents, it's very minimum. Uh Carl was just here last weekend helping me build a tool bench. We were working right next to each other in the same area, but it wasn't like we were face-to-face the entire time right. because there's still that concept of social distancing. Yeah. My neighbor was saying hi to us. They stayed, you know, far enough away to where we could talk. So it, it's all about common sense and that's where people are fucking missing shit. It's like the whole thing with Trump and uh, disinfecting your insides and right. people are creating memes about dumping bleach into their assholes. I, It's like I get people are saying shit, but I mean you got to look at the context on what it's said, you know, it's. You know, yeah, he yeah. made a joke about disinfecting the insides like we disinfecting you know, all the fucking surfaces, but I mean, like, use common sense, you know? Don't turn it into a fucking NBC news article, cause, really, realistically, I mean, outside of politics and coronavirus, I'm sick and tired of turning the news on and seeing this shit on a daily basis. You know, focus more on the, you know, the fucking, uh, First responders or the actual essential essential employees are doing their best they can for us instead of focusing on the death and illness and shit. Yeah, tell tell us what you know. Help help (sighs) and
1: sorry. This is one of those this is one of those things that really bugs me about the news Mm -hmm. just in general. Mm -hmm. Your job as the news the news is (laughs) is to is to inform the public. Yeah. If if what you're doing is is terrifying the public if what you're doing is trying to foment some kind of, of anger or frustration or whatever mm-hmm. in the public you're not doing your fucking job no your job is to inform the public give us programs that tell us how to better social distance give us more information about what kind of masks we should be wearing Are bandanas actually sufficient i don't know for sure to be honest with you you know yes. some people are saying yes some people are saying no Tell us, you know, find out the information and give it to us. Don't don't mm-hmm. waffle around about it. You know, by all means, say, you know, if it just in case for that that number of people who are going to do it, by all means, have a have a, a five or 10 minute broadcast saying, hey, don't put bleach up your butt. Like, mm-hmm. yes, it's common sense, but go what? go ahead and tell us that. That's fine. You don't have to politicize it to do it. You can just say, don't do this. You know, right now, this is a time in America when we all really need to come together, regardless of your social or political ideology, regardless of what kind of economy you think works best for the country. Regardless of any of that, we need to come together and we need to care about each other as citizens. That's what made this country great. E pluribus unum, out of many, one. It's on our money. It's It's the damn motto of the country. Like, live up to it. Don't be a selfish asshole. We have to care for each other. We have to work together, and we have to to you know if if you if you know something that somebody else doesn't know, share it. You know, don't don't be a dick about it. Just say, hey, I was reading about it, and this is something I know. I just I don't know. It, it just bugs the hell out of me. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> they, this twenty four hour news cycle where they just have to keep us in a constant state of agitated. It's just, yeah. it's disgusting. And, and it's another situation where they just do it to make a buck and they need to stop.
0: Yeah. No, you're absolutely <laughs> right. And that's, and that's, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. I was like, I mean, I, I think, uh, Sarge over on the gray area, he spent, uh, an entire podcast today talking about Corona, which I mean, and Grant, we're doing the same thing and we're going to get off the topic here in a minute because there's a couple other things we got to do. But I mean, it's like he said. I mean he posted some videos on uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, uh he talked about uh in the Doug Gray podcast. Um all you hear about now is coronavirus, which I get it, is it's a big thing that's happening, no doubt. But I'm I'm tired of hearing so much negative. Like it's it's really I think I think it's affecting more of our economy in a negative way than the actual like, coronavirus is, like, continuing, you know, because people need to be uplifted. I mean, that's the whole reason we have church, right? Mm-hmm. It's for people to come together and have their spirits lifted by the word of prayer and the word of God and the Bible and all that other stuff.
1: Yeah, I've like, actually, uh, you know, I, I pray a lot for the coronavirus stuff in my services on Sundays. Yeah. But I've, I've shifted my sermons away from it. You know, we don't, we, we, you can get all the information you want anywhere else, you know? Yeah. You know, Sunday mornings are should be about Jesus. And, and there there's enough, you know, there's enough in the rest of the service that that is comforting and, and whatever. I, I've, you know, not to not to toot my own horn. I've been particularly happy with my pastoral prayers the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. But when I get to the sermons, you know, we we've got a whole bunch of people watching who've never watched before. You know, because in in times of crisis, you turn to the church, and so uh, my sermons have been on on sort of fundamentals of the faith. I've I've completely moved away from from talking about that in the sermons. Yeah. The first couple of weeks, when when we really needed to be uplifted in a sermon, that's what I focused on. But now we're we're past it. We don't need to talk about it every Sunday. You're you're you you get it
0: every everywhere else. You don't need it for that hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I if I if I could if I could hope for one thing. I want, like, one day. It could be a fucking Tuesday or a Thursday. I want one day where NBC, Fox, WGN, and whoever take an entire hour of their news. Don't talk politics. Don't talk coronavirus. (coughs) Talk about job fairs where people are actually looking for, you know, hiring people. Because that is a problem nowadays. People just can't seem to fucking find the right job. Do do an entire segment about job fairs. Companies are actually looking to hire somebody. Talk about where you could go to get a proper face mask or maybe like the actual things that are like occurring in life outside of this shit. Promote a fucking, um, a small business or something like that that's still operational that could, you know, that maybe is selling something that could benefit you in some way.
1: Yeah. You know, like well, <coughs> I'll, I'll even throw this out here. There's a, there's a, a company, a coffee shop here in, in uh, my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's called smack dab. Uh, Smack Dab, throughout this entire crisis, has been providing free meals to anybody who needs them. Um, We've got a mutual aid network here in Rogers Park where, where people call in. They say, hey, we need a meal. And then the mutual aid network reaches out to Smack Dab, and Smack Dab has, like, bagged lunches ready to go you know which is great i mean it's it's tremendous that's the kind of stuff that we should be focusing on and and talking about and and you know um there there are other places uh other neighborhoods in chicago where they've actually set up uh small funds that people can donate to to help businesses get through this
0: yeah you know uh, i
1: I haven't seen it in the news just the aldermen are talking about it
0: yeah i heard on uh oh shit was it um it was either uh, it was either an advertisement on YouTube or an advertisement on Spotify. I heard this past week, but Samuel Adams Boston Lager—they're uh, putting together a two million dollar relief program to help out small businesses like bars and restaurants that supply people with their beer. That's great like it's i mean bad. i've
1: heard uh Coors i think i think it's Coors, is doing something similar with a uh mm-hmm. uh a fund for service workers people who who are in the waitressing or bartending business
0: yeah yeah, and see and but those things aren't mentioned on tv right we have to get them from you know the fucking spotify or youtube and shit like that and it's you know and like and, I, and i'm sick of wa- i'm sick of watching youtube and all of a sudden like Something comes up on Biden or Trump or any other something political. Like, I'm so sick of the political shit having to be the focus point of everything that yeah. goes on in people's lives. It's yeah. like, like, advertise the shit that's gonna benefit other people, at least for the time being. Like, if you wanna post stuff about, if you wanna do advertisements for the fucking politicians and stuff, wait till fucking election day when you hit towards October, November and shit like that. But for right now, focus yeah. on Boston Lager, who's you know promoting two million dollars uh, in relief, or Coors Light, you know I I think even fucking Bush Light is offering people fucking free beer when they had to cancel yeah. their weddings and couldn't do anything for their birthdays. Right. I mean, right. It's, I mean, fucking
1: Malort, the the objectively worst beverage on the market, right? is
0: making hand
1: sanitizer.
0: Right. I mean, literally, all they got to do is just screw a squeeze fucking top on top of their bottles. It's the same right. fucking thing at that point. Yeah.
1: Add a, add like a, th- a, a thickener to it so that it, it squirts out instead of spraying, but.
0: Exactly. You know, these, it's like a, it's like you just put a whisper in there and shit. You can spray your hands, <laughs> spray the inside of your mouth. I'm pretty sure when Trump was talking about disinfecting your inyards, he was just talking about fucking Malort.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, w- I wish he had been. That'd been great. It'd be the nicest thing he's ever said about the city of Chicago. <laughs>
0: Could you imagine if he was talking about it just put a bottle right there on the podium?
1: Oh, that'd be amazing.
0: It would be, uh,
1: I would have something nice to say about him for once, tell you that.
0: Right? Depending on the, depending (laughs) on the year, it was fucking like, you know, barreled and shit. It's just the right kind of tint that matches his skin. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Oh god, a big thing of like, oh, oh, clay colored malort.
0: (laughs) But those are the, but those are the things that, you rarely ever hear about when it comes to fucking television. So no, just for one no. fucking day, just promote the positive things that are yeah. going on in the world. One That's day all it is. It. That'd be great. Yeah. That's why growing up,
1: I loved when my mom would turn on, um, uh, I think it was ABC had a program called Sunday Mornings. Mm-hmm. And it, for a couple of hours on Sunday, you could, you could come home from church, you could pop on ABC. And they'd have this. It was a two-hour news program that was all uplifting stuff. But it was only those two hours a week. Give me more of that. Give me. I, I agree with you. A whole day, a whole day of that. Would that? That'd be incredible. You would completely change the country. Yeah, I don't absolutely. Know. Ah. This freaking show is brought to you by Audible.com. If you like, uh, if you like to read as much as I do, if you enjoy a good book, head on over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet. Maybe you don't like to read. Maybe you like to have things read to you. Head on over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and you will get a 30 day free trial plus your first credit toward a free book. Uh, I recommend during this, this, time of extended uh, uh, staying at home, to to pick something longer, something really good, maybe something by Stephen King. Maybe check out The Stand or It or any of the Dark Tower books. Anything in that category, you're going to find something that's at least 30 to 40 hours long, which is going to get you through a whole week of listening. Um, so head on over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet today.
0: <laughs> Uh Joey, you got your um you got your that freaking happened? I do. Excellent. Let me uh
1: Yes (laughs) haha I wasn't sure if this was the one I picked, but it is. (laughs) Um So uh way back in the fifteen hundreds, there was a scientist whose name was uh Johannes Kepler. And you may have heard about him in your history class, you may have heard about him in your your science classes. He was the guy who who figured out that planets don't circle the sun in perfect concentric circles, um that they're actually more oval shaped. Um and of course everyone at the time was like, that's not real. Whatever. What I want to talk about is not the shape of the planets' orbits. What I want to talk about is he sat down, and I don't know where he got the numbers from. I assume it's the Bible. But he calculated the age of the universe with the best information he had at the time. So according to Kepler, the universe was created in nine seventy seven B.C. on April 27th. <laughs> so uh, as of yesterday... Uh, Happy, I don't know, six thousand and ninety seventh birthday universe. I'm bad at math. I might be off by a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that was fun. I, yeah, I've, I've never, I've never seen such a specific date given for the universe. Usually people are just like, ah, I was like thirteen, fourteen billion years ago.
0: <laughs>
1: but according to Kepler, April twenty seventh, forty nine
0: seventy seven. Excellent. Yep. Yeah. Um this is freaky Joe. Okay. So I I've I, I've mentioned before, we don't we don't talk about what we pick until we do the show. Right. So I wanna talk about um April thirtieth, sixteen thirty three, about Galileo recanting his belief that the Earth revolves around the sun. What? That's, That's what I pick. That's what I fucking pick. I nice. hey, Shit, you not. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, I'm gonna pick this. There's a good chance Joey may pick it, but I'm gonna go off the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off the belief that he didn't go a couple days ahead. But the fact that you picked something about the fucking universe, it, it blows my mind how in sync we are becoming <laughs> over the past 280 something episodes.
1: That's amazing. I tried, I tried really hard to not pick something just off the first page.
0: Yeah. Well see here's the thing, like I can either go with this or I could talk about Hitler's wedding that happened yesterday or his suicide oh. that happened tomorrow. No, so, this is better. Right. <laughs> uh so under the threat of torture, the astronomer Galileo recants his belief that the earth revolves around the sun. Heliocentrism. In sixteen fifteen, the Roman Inquisition has determined that heliocentrism contradict the holy scriptures citing biblical passages. passages Such as Psalms ninety three one ninety six ten, First Chronicles sixteen thirty, the world is firmly established; it cannot be moved. Psalms one o four five, the Lord set the earth on its foundation, and it can never be moved. Uh, Ecclesiastes, what what was it, Joe? Ecclesiastes. There we go, one five, and the sun rises and sets and returns to its place. Galileo's dialogue concerning the two chief world systems in 1632 supported heliocentrism and appeared to attack Pope Urban the 8th. For this uh, indiscretion, Pope Urban the yeah, that's the 8th, yeah, as I say, yeah, the 8th had him brought before the Roman Inquisition. Under the threat of torture Galileo recanted. He was sentenced to house arrest for life and excuse me, and publication of any of his work was forbidden. In the late 1990s, the church still showed support for Galileo's prosecution as evidenced in the speech by Cardinal Retzinger, who later became Pope Benedict Sixteenth, in which he stated her, being the Roman Catholic Church, verdict against Galileo was rational and just, and the revision of this verdict can be justified only on the grounds of what is politically opportune. Oof. However, in 1992, the Catholic Church admitted they were wrong in this decision.
1: <laughs> Good lord! It only took 400 years.
0: My <laughs> right. right. poor Galileo stuck in his house. Hey, look where we're at! Right. His hand is
1: still the there, room. I think. Really? Yeah. It's all desiccated and stuff. I'm pretty sure I've
0: seen it actually. It's weird looking. Good. Um, Joe, I forgot to remind you, but it is the end of the month, and um, the Star oh, Wars time. It's I Star Wars.
1: It. Absolutely forget. Yeah. You know, I got, I got one. Oh, oh, I'll take it. Up. Perfect. Okay, Great.
0: Perfect. Um, it's not so much a new one. I believe this is the third time that Skype is going to get the Star Wars.
1: <laughs> Excellent.
0: And I want to tell you why Skype is getting the Star Wars. Congratulations,
1: he, Microsoft, for your
0: crappy product. They have yet to get it in a positive way, because I want to tell you how badly they fucked things up for me uh yesterday. Oh, um okay. Yesterday, uh, Pretty Little Freaks recorded their first episode. Oh, um, congratulations to them. Right, so Jordan and Lorreen got together with me. We did it over Skype, because again, um, coronavirus, COVID-19, quarantine, all that stuff. You know, we can't get together too much, plus they live in different parts of... Jordan lives up uh, in Chicago. Uh, Lorena lives uh, in Indiana somewhere. Oh, So Skype's the easiest way to do it. And since I'm going to be editing and releasing the shows and stuff, it's easier for me to be a part of it. So I call them up. I get them ready and everything. We're on Skype getting ready to record the show as we're doing right now. Now, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to the show last week or if you remember me from last week, but it sounded like it was like I was in a cave somewhere. Today I can only assume I sound different.
1: You sound fine, and you sounded fine to me last week, but okay. I
0: didn't. I didn't listen back. So the one thing I hate about Skype right now is I don't know what I sound like right now, and you want to the only way to check that is to do like the sound test and stuff on Skype. But I set my uh, my fucking uh, settings for Skype long ago, long when we started doing this shit, and I use the Yeti microphone, and I do have the uh, Logitech uh, webcam. That can use for webcaming or when we record the JFW uh, episodes. Mm -hmm. So I've seen her and I'm doing this stuff with uh, Lorraine and Jordan. And obviously they're hosting the show. I'm not. They are. So I mute my mic so they can do their thing. Well, somehow Skype converted all of the settings to default And the microphone off of the webcam became the default microphone. No. Yeah. So as I'm sitting here and they're doing the show, I'm coughing a little bit. I'm kind of looking at things and I'm trying to get things done for FreakNet Studios while they're doing the show. Um, And I can't hear things that I'm doing. So I don't know shit's happening. Uh, And I think they were under the impression that the noises and stuff they were hearing were from one or the other. Oh. So when everyone was done, everyone was finished, I went back, I started doing the editing, and it sounded like things were like clinking and banging around. So I asked them, you know, in the messenger when we were all done, it's like, who was moving furniture while we were recording? <laughs> and they're like, oh, I wasn't doing it, I wasn't doing it, and so did that, and all of a sudden, like, uh, Jordan, like, so I was like, I don't think you muted your mic because you could hear yourself coughing it. I was like, what do you mean? And I listened to the end, and there's a point where you could hear me cough. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Because I know I muted it. Right. But the thing is, I muted it on the Yeti mic. I didn't mute it on the Skype. Oh. So I'm going to take partial blame for the fact that I muted the wrong thing. But this is all Skype's fucking fault for for some reason converting the fucking default settings back to the wrong settings. Yeah. Oh. Um, and uh, – they you know what? Uh even first off, congratulations Skype for being a three time fucking five star award winner. Yeah, I think
1: they're the only ones. Yeah.
0: I have been are only ones that won it twice too. So <laughs> keep on fucking crushing it, Skype. Um but regardless of uh my ignorance and my mess ups and everything, uh the show went fucking amazing. I was very happy with it and uh everyone make sure you check out next week's release of Pretty Little Freak's first ever podcast. Uh, I'm going to try to get everything set up to where it will be released on Podbean. And then we're going to slowly move it along into iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify as well. So I'm super excited for it. Regardless of my goofy mess-ups, if you hear some clinging, you hear some coughing, that is me in the background screwing up their first episode. Uh, But I have a little post-it note right here. now that says Skype check mic settings because I can't trust this motherfucker anymore. No
1: kidding. Um, yikes. Uh, you know,
0: um, not to
1: not to bring Colin up again.
0: <laughs>
1: but I I almost for my this day in his or this week in his uh this freaking happened. Excuse me. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I I Google certain things. Um, uh Brandon mm-hmm. Lee who was the guy who is in The Crow?
0: Yeah, Bruce Lee's son.
1: Yeah. Uh this week they determined his cause of death was negligence. Back in uh, whatever year that was that that happened. Oh wow! So I, I thought about th- I thought about doing that one just because uh, you know I I like to pour one out for my homie from time to time. Awkward, Got Colin. Uh, be well wherever you be.
0: Right. But, uh, yeah, Colin. Mm. Living his dream. Yep. Not sure what that is, but I'm sure he's doing it.
1: Yep. I could make a <laughs> crass joke. but I'm not
0: going to. <laughs> Oh, God. No. Uh, well, well, we missing anything else? I don't think i don't think got anything to What are you freaking thinking about, Joe? What am I freaking thinking about?
1: I what am freaking thinking about... about um. So, I, I mentioned before that PlayStation was having... They're, they're, they're doing a, a play-at-home thing where they've given away a couple of free games. Mm-hmm. Um. And one of them was Uncharted. I finished the first Uncharted game today on Normal. And, uh... I had a really good time. It was a fun game. I, I didn't realize how short it was, although I should have as soon as I saw that one of the choices for settings was to put it on speed run. <laughs> um, but uh, I had a lot of fun, and it was, uh, it was an enjoyable game. Um, the story was, like, just good enough to keep me interested. Um, the dialogue is terrible. It is some of the worst dialogue I have ever heard. Um, <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, I'd like to share a little bit with you. At the end of the yeah. game... Uh, no, no real spoilers here. Uh, the, the main character and, and the, the romantic interest in the game are on this giant cargo ship and the, uh, the old mentor character drives up in a boat and, uh, they say, uh, he's like, Hey, you guys need a lift? And they're like, Sully, we've already got a boat. Um, and uh, actually, I don't even think they said that. I think it's that we've already got a boat. It's a big boat. And uh, as Sully says, uh, uh, but I like this one better. And he grabs a tarp and he, and he pulls it over. And there's these piles and piles of gold that he's been hiding under this tarp. And uh, the main character goes, Sully, you son of a bitch. uh Classic action movie dialogue, right? <laughs> and, and Sully goes, I stole it from some pirates. I figured they wouldn't care because they were dead. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just. It's I mean don't get it's great. Mm-hmm. It is so poorly written.
0: <laughs> that, oh it, but that, I love it. I love it. That, that is video game fucking um um what you just said. What what the hell yeah, dialogue right Dialogue, right dialogue. there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It reminds me of uh God, what the hell is uh there was I think it was Max Payne. Yes. Uh there was a game uh yeah, I think it was Max Payne on Xbox, uh Derek used played all the time. And uh they always had something that was said right at the beginning of like a new chapter or a save point. And I just remember there uh being this one moment, like he started in like this alley at the top of the stairs or something like that, and some guy was like, It's never been this cold, never ever I'm just mm-hmm. like, What? <laughs> what the fuck is that or uh Duke Nukem. That's some really good fucking dialogue.
1: Oh, that's great. I just love it. You know, it's, it's, I don't know. It's so, it's so on brand for a game like that, you know? Mm -hmm. I I just, it's great. It's great. It's bad, but it's great. It's like, it's like watching, I don't know if you do this with your dad, I guess I don't really do it with mine, but I have lots of friends who do it with their dads, uh, watching like B and C level movies on sci-fi.
0: My dad watches those. I, I'm not a big sci-fi movie
1: guy. Yeah. So I usually, with my dad, we, we watch like, you know, whatever, whatever cop procedural show is on, which has, mm-hmm. it's a similar level of dialogue, right? Yeah. Uh, or, or, uh, sometimes, uh, my, my favorite, my favorite thing to relate to him are, uh, movies that he would watch on TNT at two in the morning to help him sleep. Yep. <laughs> Which is very specific, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh,
0: gotcha! Oh, fuck yeah!
1: <laughs> so, those are my some of my favorite movies. They're not good, but they're there.
0: <clears throat> yeah, they're they're good enough to be um, a a sleeping agent. Exactly, mm-hmm.
1: exactly. So, what are you what are you freaking on this week?
0: Uh, well, a couple what are you things. Freaking thinking uh,
1: about. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Well, let me, uh, it's a couple things actually. Uh, first off, that, uh, that song that you sent me in, uh, Messenger. Oh, yeah? It is it. That is yes. the song. So I listened to it a few times, uh, on YouTube. I actually found it on YouTube too. Nice. So I do appreciate that. Um love the song. It's only four minutes long. And it really hits you in the feels. Like, it, it gets me when I listen to it. Like, it brings me back to, to elementary school, like music class and, you know, the moment where everyone's singing that song together, I mean, it still fucking hits home for me. So I do appreciate you doing that for me. Um, but the biggest thing I've been trying to, uh, I've been thinking about is like the next step in everything that is going on with the podcasts and stuff like that. Um, you and I are, are diving more into like popping lives and stuff like that. So we're trying to figure out a way to kind of do a little bit more of those. Maybe. Maybe every other week or once a week or something like that if we could find the time to do it. Um, when it comes to just freaking wrestling, we're adding a, uh, a sub show to JFW. Ooh. Um, once a month on Sundays, uh, called Southland Talk. And it's, it's going to be a show that's dedicated to the Southland Championship Wrestling indie company that we work with. It's kind of like, like a post show kind of interview, uh, results kind of show. Nice. Um, so, it's going to be like a, a sub-show of JFW. So, I'm excited to do that. And I'm really excited to move forward with Pretty Little Freaks and, uh, trying to figure out, you know, the next step in FreakNet Studios and how we could start developing more content and stuff like that to get it out to our fan base. Um, so, I've been working a lot on that stuff. You know, I've been trying to, um, uh, figure out, you know, like what we could do, uh, as far as, uh, you know, more content for this freaking show, like how we could offer more to our listeners. Because we've been doing this, we're going on about five years now and everything. So, uh and we put a show out, you know, nearly once a week, you know, as long as I don't have a nervous breakdown about relationships and shit like that, you know, we're usually pretty consistent. So, sure. we're just, you know, working on ways. I'm not uh,
1: in finals week for grad school yeah. or... <laughs>
0: Right, there's, there's always something that makes it. it's not even like we miss a week; it's like we miss a month or three. Like we really make sure it's missed. Right. Um. But you know, it's just uh, just working on ideas on how to get more content and stuff out to the viewers and stuff, especially during this time when we all can't get together to make sure Freakness Studios is grown. You know, we you know between this freaking show, just freaking wrestling, uh, Doug Gray area, and Pretty Little Freaks and stuff like that. You know, now that you know, Pretty Little Freaks is going to launch itself next week, and it's going to become its own thing, and it's going to start growing on its own and stuff. Uh It's going to pull Jordan and Lorraine more into Freakness Studios and using their creative uh ideas and stuff to, you know, push Pretty Little Freaks further, and also aid in like our uh, Freakness Studio videos and stuff like that. And obviously, you know, you and I from here, and Jay Dally, and my, and also again me, I guess myself from JFW. So I'm just trying to figure out a way to where we could all kind of work together and try to build more content, not only separately in our own little podcast worlds, but also jointly in Freaknest Studios. Oh yeah, so, sure. Um, and I think we're on the right track doing it. Like I said, like with us doing the live videos, JFW adding that additional sub episode, uh, monthly to, um, to reach out to that, uh, select group of people. And again, pretty little freaks reaching an entire platform, or entire fan base. That I don't think any other one of our podcasts have really reached because we don't focus a lot on relationships and stuff. Right. Unless it's usually around like Valentine's Day where we talk like one episode about goofy relationships and stuff. So. Also
1: like not, not to, not to hand wave or be, uh, whatever. You know, I, I'm not trying to be sexist or misogynist or anything, but, uh, we're not pretty girls.
0: <laughs> no, we're not. We definitely. I are. mean,
1: we're not bad looking guys, but it's not the same.
0: Yeah, we're not, and that, and that's why they have twice as many followers as we do in uh, their one month span of uh, existing. Right, uh, they're fucking crushing it. Um, and for all you guys out there who uh, are listening to us here on this freaking show, we do appreciate all the stuff, all the support you guys have given us over the past five years. Um, I know uh, I'm really excited to hit 200 episodes here in uh, September. And we're going to continue to do in the lives. Uh, we're going, we're going to start doing some more live episodes here and it's going to be more of a banter thing to introduce ourselves out to the world, you know, maybe to people who don't know us yet. And I don't think it's,
1: it's pretty cool. I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but, uh, you know, if, if you're listening at home, uh, on our live thing, I mean, hop on to Podbean, uh, you know, check our Facebook. We'll let you know when we're going live. You can talk with us. You can call in as long as you got the app. On either your, your smartphone or your tablet. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. You just gotta make sure you have headphones in because there'll be an echo. Right. And, uh, I don't want to sound dickish, but I made it a point on JFW and on, uh, this freaking show. If you don't have headphones and I hear the echo, I'm, I'm just gonna have to cut you off. It's nothing against you. It's just, it's just something that bugs me. And I just, I, cause there's gonna be a point where, and the only thing that we do differently than Sarge does is Sarge, he does the live, uh, episodes. And he will release them as uh, as episodes because he'll get some call ins and meet some new people, and he'll release those as weekly content. Uh, our live shows are just going to be live shows. We're not releasing those as episodes um, unless there's like certain content in there that we think makes right. uh, makes an episode. Yeah, um, or if we take another
1: month or three month hiatus that isn't around the holidays.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to say that live episodes will never be released as content episodes, but we never know. And the last thing yeah, I want to just is don't see, count on it. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to have the echo of I don't want I want people to be able to understand the conversations we're having. And I don't want the repeating and stuff to go through to where it's unpleasant to hear. So um that's something that we're here at this freaking show we're trying to offer up. Uh I know we're kind of working on a Patreon trying to figure out how that's gonna work out. And again, you know, I mentioned Freaky Tales. You know, we're coming out with the Freaky Tales book, and that's gonna be something we gotta work on a little bit more here. But I'm just happy knowing that that all four of us are doing more to not only build ourselves up, but also the network up as a whole. And guys, make sure you check out FreakNetStudios.com. It is the website for the network, and on there you'll find links to this freaking show, Just Freaking Wrestling, Doug Gray Area, and Pretty Little Freaks. You'll find all the episodes and stuff, and about the episodes, um their merchandise and even the sponsors of uh, of the uh of the network are all available on the website freakneststudios.com dot com. Hey Joe. Yes. Every week our listeners request Cartoon Joe here on this Freaking Show. But if an hour a week of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our listeners, where can they go? Well I'll tell ya.
1: If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the Geekcast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching Geekcast Live.
0: Perfect. Again, huge shout out to all members of Freaknest Studios. This freaking show just freaking wrestling Doug Gray Area and Pretty Little Freaks. Again, go to freakneststudios.com to check out the information on all those amazing podcasts. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at this freaking show. If you want to reach out to us for questions, comments, concerns about the show, or if you yourself want to be a guest, please email us at thisfreakingshow at yahoo.com. We do have uh, open availabilities to bring people on and talk, and if you're a creator or a content guy who has something you want to promote, push, and plug, hey, we mentioned earlier in the show, let's help each other out. It's like I tell all my Sophie all the time, creators helping creators, you know? So, again, email us at thisfreakingshow at yahoo.com if you want to come on and talk to talk to us about anything, really. Uh, You can find us every single week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, just by searching this freaking show. And that's all I got. So as always, I am Travis C.
1: And I am Cartoon Joe.
0: And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.